Hey, what's up? Welcome to F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business, the show that gives you permission to say F that to the things that aren't working for you and highlights fun, creative ways to market your business so that you don't hate it. Just saying. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour. I'm a graphic designer and marketing strategist that turns your brilliant ideas into beautiful marketing materials and creative content. Okay, here's the deal. I get this whole idea of not trading time for money. It sounds great. I don't have to work and I get money. You know what else sounds great? Winning the lottery. (laughs) Or like that episode of Say by the Bell when they were at the mall and they were trying to get you two tickets and then they found that bag of money just sitting there in the planner by the bench. Do y'all remember that one? It turns out that they were on a hidden camera show, remember? And actually, now that I'm talking about Zach Morris, his ass was always trying to work the system and pull some shit to get rich quick right? Sometimes I feel like that's what the online business world is, just a bunch of Zach Morris's trying to turn a profit at someone else's expense. So there's a YouTube series by Funny or Die called Zach Morris's Trash. There's like all these different seasons and each of the episodes are only about three minutes long and they do a super quick recap of an episode where Zach Morris was a total jerk and he's often (laughs) a total jerk. So listen, here are some of the titles that were sort of cracking me up when I went to look at them. So, the time Zach Morris sold swimsuit photos of underage girls. The time Zach Morris lost his teacher's car investing in potatoes. The time Zach Morris used slave labor to sell friendship bracelets. If you're like me and you grew up watching this show, you probably know these episodes. The time Zach Morris valued a red jacket more than four human lives. The time Zach Morris stole school supplies to sell spaghetti sauce. Oh my gosh, do you guys remember? It was like Screech's spaghetti sauce. The sauce you can have, but the secret, she's a mine. I was like a huge Save by the Bell fan. Okay, and then also, guess what? There is an episode called The Time Zach Morris Stole $5,000 from the Mafia to Scalp You Two Tickets. Boom. That's the one I was just talking about up there. So as you can see, Zach Morris was always trying to scheme and make a quick buck no matter who he hurt in the process usually his best friends. (laughs) Just saying. Um, And yet somehow, like, he manages to look cool to the kids watching the show, right? I thought it was cool growing up. I mean, I kind of knew he was a jerk, like, but it was always kind of in a lovable way, right? I mean, I was also probably like eight or nine or 10 and didn't know any better. Like, he was definitely the star of the show. So I was like, okay. But as an adult looking back, I'm like, yeah, he was straight trash. (laughs) And that's kind of how I feel now, looking back on my first year or so in the online business world. The people who have the top podcasts seem to be so lovable and they're just like us. Oh my gosh, like a small town girl who got a $300 camera off Craigslist. Oh my gosh, that could totally be me. You know, they're just like, just like us, right? They're just like the girl next door, super easy breezy, fun. But just like Zach Morris trying to get Lisa to sacrifice her sleep to make friendship bracelets all night so he could turn a profit, they are trash. Just saying. And I know this one's coming in hot and it's harsh. And um, I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry about it. Because I just feel like in this situation, it's fucked up. So it also reminds me of that trending sound that like from a while back that was like, just as I suspected, trash. Remember that? Anyways, this idea that you get to work less and still make the most is weird to me. So like, 
the person at the top, and you know, in this podcast, I just sort of talk things out. But so the person at the top, like when I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but like when I think of a CEO, I don't, do they work? I don't know. I feel like somebody who like is the head of a big time like law, law firm. I feel like they do work. I think they work late. I think they trade time for money. I think they make a lot of money, but I think they work a lot. Um, so in online business, it's almost like the person at the top gets to do the least and make the most. So I don't know. It's weird for weird to me. So admittedly, part of my story makes me think this. So I worked at a I worked for an agency owner when I first started making graphics a few years ago, and I got paid fifteen hundred dollars a month to make all the Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest graphics for that agency's clients. Okay, when I took the job, she said it would be around 600 graphics a month and that I would also have to like come up with custom templates when they got new clients. And I was like, okay, okay, 1,500, 600 graphics seems like a lot, but it was Pinterest, so it was like templatized. And you know how on Pinterest you can do like different pins, but for the same title. Like I was like, all right, we can try this. So first of all, when I got in there, it was definitely more than 600 to begin with. Um, and one other interesting thing is that they definitely were like, oh, our last designer left us in a lurch. Like, can you help us? We got to do this, this, and this. Cause they just like straight up quit. Uh, PS, that should be a red flag to anybody. Um, I mean, of course I thought, oh, that person's trash, <laughs> but, uh, you'll see in a second that, that maybe later someone else might've thought I was trash because it didn't work out that well. So it was more than 600 to begin with. Um, and then they kept adding clients, right? And the number of graphics I was making kept going up. But the amount that they were paying me was not going up. And it was not being discussed. And then they started wanting the images faster and faster. Like they'd sign a new client and want me to whip up some templates to present to the new client within 24 hours. I was like, what? And of course, when I signed up, they were saying things like, oh, yeah, like we care about family, like we have kids and we want you to, you know, you don't have to work in the evenings, you don't have to work on the weekends. But it's like, then they get a new client and be like, yeah, no, can we get this? I know, but can we just get this? Can we just get this? And I am notoriously not that great at boundaries. And two years ago, I was like, completely not good at boundaries. So it went on for a few months. And by the end, you know, I'm mad when I start making a spreadsheet. And I actually for this episode, just just like went in my Google Drive and found it. Because I started feeling like this feels like too much. This feels like too much. Uh, so I started kind of keeping notes of what was happening. So I, I found it. And by the end, I was creating the last month I worked there, I created 1365 graphics for 32 different clients, including designing custom templates for new clients, and revamping ones for older clients, because whatever the designer was before me, I'm not sure where they were getting the designs, but they were definitely not like clients were complaining. Okay. And, and another interesting thing, I'll just say, I guess I'm gonna toot my own horn here, but at first they were like, oh yeah, usually you have to make the templates a few times. There's a lot of back and forth between clients when we show them the templates, because I feel like they were not hiring quality designers. And so the designers designs weren't that great. And so the clients were like, what? I'm paying a bunch of money for this, like I want better graphics. So when I worked for them, nobody had any revisions. Like maybe it would be like, oh, can we, you know, change this font? Like something tiny, but most of the time, like the the manager person, the person on the team who was in charge of meeting with the clients and showing them their templates was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like this has never happened before. 
oh, wow, because you like have someone good on your team who like, which also I would think would mean you, I'm worth more. Like, you know, I'm, the process is easier because my shit was good. So anyways, when I finally was like, oh my gosh, this is wild. Let me approach her. We did a phone call. I talked about it. I tried to say, I was just like being transparent, setting boundaries, um, you know, whatever. And I presented a new number. I was like, I feel like if you want things this quickly, like, you know, that makes me feel like more like an employee, you know, not a contractor and you know, whatever. I thought the phone call went well. (laughs) Um, but here's what I got back in an email. I appreciate the conversation we had yesterday and am grateful for your candidness around your feelings regarding workload, compensation, and commitment to our company. The growth of our agency is on an upward spiral, especially as we step into Q4. We require support and consultants that are able to grow with us during that time. That being said, we will no longer be needing your support effective tomorrow. Trash. (laughs) So I got fired. I literally, and the reason she said the commitment to the company, I was like, look, I want to be committed to your company, but I cannot be committed for a dollar graphic, (laughs) basically, like this is not working. Um, And I know that this person might be especially jerky. Like, you know, I'm not going to say all agency owners are like that. But um, like, I know not all agent, I hope not all agency owners are like that. Of course, like in the online business world, we never see behind somebody's curtain, right? So I don't know what anybody who owns an agency is paying their people. I don't know how quickly their turnover rate is. I don't know if they're saying, oh, the last designer left us in a lurch. They probably told the next designer that I left them in a lurch, but Miles got fired effective <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> because I called her out and I said, hey, I need more money. So it I will admit that this sort of has shaped my lens through which I think of how I think of agencies. But I mean, the bottom line is if you want to make money as an agency owner, you have to charge a price to your clients and then you have to pay the people who are doing the work less than that price right? That's how it works. Um, And then you get to keep the rest because you're the owner. So I, like I said, this episode is coming in hot. I'm kind of working through some stuff, but this person that I worked for was always on Instagram talking about freedom and scaling and going on vacations in her little Airstream camper. And the thing that I never understood was like, why does she think she gets to live that life while all the workers are at home doing all the work for as little as she can pay us, essentially? I mean, that's what she taught me, right? Like, just keep, like, who is gonna, like, in her email, she said they, they require support and consultants that are able to grow with us. Grow? So you want me to grow by my workload to grow, but not my paycheck? Like, I just don't even know what this person is thinking, So it's really bizarre to me. And like I said, it does change the lens through which I kind of think of agencies. And I know, like I said, there's probably agencies out there who pay their people a fair wage, a living wage, a good wage, I hope. Because ultimately, like if they're doing all the work, I feel like you should kind of just get a little something off the top. But I think there's some people out there who are thinking like, this is my business. I get the most. But I I kind of feel like the people who do the work shouldn't get them all. I don't know. Whatever. Um, and I think there are a lot that that don't. And I just think that it is because in the online business world, 
we're almost made to feel like chumps if we decide to actually trade time for money, right? Like we're not like we're not smart enough to figure out how to get paid for doing nothing. Like that lady, it's really simple actually. Like what she's doing is very simple. <laughs> she is charging someone $1,000, $2,000 for a social media package and then paying whoever will do it as little as possible for what they get. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously too, like they don't care about their clients. Like their clients were really happy with my design. So that didn't weigh into their decisions. Like they're not going to pay more for designs that their people are excited about. They're just going to pay as little as they can to get something to post for the people. So there's definitely not like caring about that. It's just get as much as you can from the client and pay as little as you can to the workers. Ugh, it like makes me sick to talk about it. I'm like trash, just as I suspected, trash. So these are real numbers I just found on Fiverr. So if I charged $1,000 to somebody for a social media package, I could get 20 graphics for 100 bucks on Fiverr, right? I just looked real quick. I didn't do a bunch of research. I probably could find someone cheaper to be honest, but 20 graphics for 100 bucks. I found somebody else who will do 18 captions on Fiverr for $40. And I found somebody who will give me 180 hashtags for $65. So I can spend $205 um, to just get anything, any old thing to post for my client. Because in this scenario, I also don't really care about them as humans. I just care about the money that they're paying me. And then I get to keep almost 800 bucks for nothing. For marketing, I guess, for convincing someone to hire me. But um, I don't know. I mean, I am smart enough to do that. <laughs> I'm not a chump. Like I know I could pull some Zach Morris shit and make some money doing nothing. But, you know, I could also create a group program and pay somebody to run it for me so that people pay, pay me a bunch of money. And then they're like, I thought we we're going to get to hang out with Deanna. We don't get to. People brought that up at the online business shame show that is part of the steal this course that I'm creating. People brought that up, getting getting duped into um, buying a course and then not actually getting to work with the person they thought they were going to work with. You know, sell a course that acts like a solution for everyone and not give a shit about anyone's actual results or their return on investment. I don't even need to care. I just want your money. I don't care. Um, like, we all know how we could make money while being a piece of trash like Zach Morris, right? It's not rocket science, like that lady in her Airstream isn't smarter than me because she's doing that. She is trashier than me. <laughs> I told you it was going to get catty. Um, but I just think like, how can you make money and still feel like the person you were before you stepped into this online business world? Because I do feel like the online business world pushes this whole, you shouldn't be trading time for money. My guess is that you went to work and earned a paycheck. I'm just guessing here. But like, what if your business was just your new job? Would that be terrible? Like, would you be okay with just working to make money? Like, I think a lot of people in the online business space are just wasting a ton of time, money, and resources trying to figure out how to make money without actually having to work for it. And I think it takes people a long time to figure it out a lot of times because you're like me and you're kind of learning what to do, but it doesn't sit right with you. And you're like, oh, that's what I have to do. I don't really want to do that. So you keep looking for ways to make money without having to work for it. But most of the time, if you want to make a ton of money without having to work for it, 
you might have to be exploiting people, other people. If you're okay with that, then do it. And if you're not, then don't. That being said, obviously, you can create some lower um, touch things that you can sell in your business, you know, printables, um, those you can sell, like, you know, you could put things up on Etsy, a download, a downloadable thing, right? And it's all automated. And that could be more passive, like passive income, right? But to get to like, you're going to sell a lot of worksheets to get to seven figures. So this idea that you're going to make a ton of money doing basically no work, I just think is like, something's got to give. Like if you're going to make a ton of money and not do any work, I think you could make some money and do very little work. I think that could happen. And I think you could. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying it's not probable. Okay. But if you just started working, you could just make money doing something that you love. Because I'm assuming that you're starting a business doing something that you love. And if you're not, then like maybe rethink it. But it's okay if you want to do that thing, which will need probably to take up some of your time and get paid for it, right? Because then you have a business, not some Zach Morris get rich quick scheme that's trying to like take advantage of people or trick people or do this or take this from here and, you know, flip this and get this and so easy, right? Just do the thing you love doing. And tell people you can do that and they can pay you. And then you get to spend your days doing something you love and getting paid for it. Would that be bad? Like, can we can we rebrand trading your time for money? I think it's okay. You can still take time off, right? Jobs let you have time off. You can talk to your clients. You can take time off. You're in charge of when you work. You wanna, you're a night owl, work at night. You're a morning person, work in the morning. Like, you get to design how it goes, But I do still think maybe you could give the idea of like trading time for money. Another, another thought. Otherwise, you're trash. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Anyways, okay. That's my speech. My speech. That's my screech speech. And yeah, I'll see you next time.